First to our top story, households are still feeling the cost of living pinch despite the Reserve Bank hitting pause on interest rates for the second straight month. Live to Liam Tapper in Parramatta. Liam, it's a welcome reprieve for homeowners. Oh, yeah, good morning, Nat. It certainly would have been for those millions of Aussies with a mortgage. When they heard that news from the RBA that the cash rate would remain stable, you could imagine that there was certainly a sigh of relief around the country. Now, this is two months in a row that the Reserve Bank has kept the cash rate steady. That's the first time they've done that since early last year. Now, it's got a lot to do with inflation being under control, so which means the cost of goods and services remaining at a steady rate, which is good news for a lot of Aussies. But in terms of those homeowners, it's not all good news because we are starting to feel the pain from those 12 consecutive rate hikes that we've had. Now, to paint a picture for our viewers, of course, there was that record low of 0.1% the cash rate was at early last year, but that skyrocketed all the way to 4.1% just a few months ago. Now, in terms of the average mortgage here in New South Wales, that sits at around $720,000 each month, Aussie homeowners are paying $1,600 more simply to stay afloat, Nat. So trying to find that money is tough for a lot of people. Now, in terms of what will happen next, the RBA, they are set to meet, of course, next month, and it will be Philip Lowe's last as governor. The early indications are that the cash rate will remain the same in a final act of kindness from Philip Lowe. OK, thank you, Liam. Here, Thanks, Nat. Now to the do-or-die clash for the Matildas. We now know who Australia will play in their knockout World Cup match. Live to Georgie Chumley in Brisbane. Georgie, who are they going to play? Good morning, Shervo. They will be playing Denmark in the first official knockout match of the World Cup after Denmark beat Haiti overnight and England beat China. A pretty incredible game uh, to watch as well. Now, the Matildas returned to Brisbane yesterday with fans welcoming them back to Brisbane Airport. Incredibly excited as well as plenty of very excited Brisbane Airport fans. We've also seen some videos on Instagram of them celebrating on their team bus after that amazing win over Canada. Now, they will be back here at Ridges at their Brisbane base camp. Ridges South Bank is where they will be based to recover, rest up and also do a bit more training before that game against Denmark, which will be on Monday next week. And everyone is hoping that Sam Kerr's calf muscle will be OK by then. Shervo? She'll be fine. Thanks, Georgie. <laughs> oh, she got a calf problem. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get more news now. Here's Eddie. Thank you, Nat. Good morning. The threat of an early election looms this morning with the Prime Minister set to reintroduce his signature housing bill into federal parliament today. Let's go to Jennifer Beshwani in Canberra. Jen, what can we expect? Well, Eddie, a showdown between the Albanese government and the Greens. Now, this Housing Future Fund will see the government invest $10 billion over time, promising to deliver tens of thousands of affordable homes. But the Greens say it doesn't go far enough, particularly for renters. The Prime Minister, though, he's not budging and he's threatened to use this as a trigger for a double dissolution election. But, Eddie, there appears to be some progress. While the bill will be introduced or reintroduced into the Parliament, today. It won't be put to a vote until October. So there's still time to negotiate. Thank you, Jen. Parents are calling for stronger safety audit checks after a former childcare worker was charged for allegedly abusing almost 100 young girls in his care. The unnamed 45-year-old man is facing life behind bars for more than 1,600 offences, including rape, as well as producing and distributing child abuse material over 15 years is one of the most horrific 
child abuse cases that I've seen in nearly 40 years of policing. It's beyond the realms of anyone's imagination what this person did to these children. The alleged crimes took place between 2007 and 2022 in Brisbane, Sydney and Europe. He'll face court later this month. There's a warning for visitors this morning. Behave in Bali. A new task force is being set up with officers out to fine or deport about 100 troublemaking tourists every single month. There's a hotline for locals to dob in foreigners. Russians who've created illegal businesses there will be of particular focus. Two rail lines to some of the country's fastest growing suburbs in Melbourne's outer west have been axed. Let's go live to Tegan Doling at Melton Station. Tegan, morning to you. Do we know what's behind this decision just yet? Yeah, good morning, Eddie. So we're currently 50 k's away from the CBD. It's a real booming area here in the Outer West and a lot of the community really do rely heavily on the trains. Now, in a 2018 election promise was very much welcomed. They were going to put in two new train lines here. So they're electrified train lines so that the metro trains can come all the way out here. Currently, they only have the V-line services and they're the regional trains, the big regional trains that currently come through here. They're a little bit infrequent and sometimes they're even full by the time they get to Milton. But this morning, the Age is reporting that the new train lines, that duplication, actually won't be going ahead. And what the government's looking to do instead is to try and put the metro train lines on the two train lines that are currently already here. Now, that's a bit of a kick in the guts for this community because they're very much looking forward to, I suppose, that improved infrastructure out here because they do rely so heavily on rail. Thank you so much, Tegan. Two million Victorian households are about to be slugged with higher power bills. The Victorian default offer has just increased by 25%, impacting around 85% of homes. It will take the average electricity bill from $1,400 to $1,700 a year. That's an increase of $350. The changes only affect those on retailers' market or variable contracts. A star jockey has been brutally bashed in a terrifying carjacking in Darwin. Sonia Wiseman was about to head to the Darwin Cup when a group of about 15 men approached her car, smashing in the windows and passenger door before attacking her with a rock. The men ran off when nearby security guards came over, alerted by the car's horn. Sonia has been taken to hospital, suffering a fractured nose, and police are investigating the attack. Olympic great Kate Campbell has written to our anti-doping agency demanding it apologise to Peter Bowl after he was cleared over a false positive drug test. Sports Integrity Australia announced the sample for a performance enhancer should have been negative. The runner's coach says the focus right now is not on compensation but the world championships. We're being warned to brace for scorching temperatures in an early bushfire season with the next few months tipped to be hotter and drier than usual. Let's go live to Tamara Bow on the Gold Coast. Tamara, the Weather Bureau has just released its latest climate outlook. Yeah, Eddie, and if you take a deep dive into that climate outlook, the predictions at this stage are quite grim. The Bureau warning that we are in for a long, hot, dry and sticky summer ahead and that the heat will arrive earlier than we have seen in previous years. That means through spring and into summer, we will see those those, uh, average temperatures jump higher than expected. The hardest hit areas will be eastern and southeastern parts of the country. That's where we will really swelter through those warmer months. Now, this is expected to hit hard and hit 
fast as well, with predictions tipping more towards drier conditions too, which is concerning. The last couple of years we've had a whole lot of rain, that's created a lot of vegetation growth. That in turn will now dry out and create a whole lot of fuel overload that could become dangerous, with predictions warning of an increased fire danger threat. So Eddie, at this stage, more chance of fires as well as drought too, but hey, it's winter, let's just enjoy it while it lasts. Thank you so much, Tamara. NASA's deep space team is breathing a sigh of relief this morning after its Voyager 2 probe sent a heartbeat signal to Earth after mission control accidentally cut contact. As you do, the spacecraft has been out of touch for more than a week after a series of programmed commands caused its antennae to tilt away from Earth. NASA enlisted the help of the Deep Space Network that includes its Canberra antennae to make contact. They're now trying to, to readjust and get it back on track.